0: playing 18 to a full 60 early leads to buzzer beaters it all starts by getting on the board welcome inside episode 21 of on the board podcast i'm colby mckee alongside lance dole feels so good we're back
1: 21 episodes
0: yeah yeah, that is also a milestone over five months (laughs) (laughs) took a last week off obviously but we're back at it Yep, Thanks so much yep. for, uh, for finding us, listening, downloading. We've got a busy show tonight. Yeah, a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. We've, a we've missed a lot. Yeah, we have. So let's start locally. Medicine Hat Tigers. They are on their extended road trip as we speak. They're outside of the Canalta Center for over a month. Yeah. Due to shows and concerts and all that good jazz. Practices in the Family Leisure Center. Is that where they're practicing? That's where they're practicing. Oh, interesting. Didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, over the weekend, they were in Edmonton, lost 4-2 on Friday night. And then in Lethbridge... Won that game three two in a shootout. Very nice to see that they can beat Lethbridge twice in their home barn. Yeah, both in the shootout. That's yeah. cool to see. Needed that one too. But. They did because uh, even prior to Edmonton game, they had lost to Calgary at the Saddledome there on Sunday afternoon. So yes, they're not they're not falling back to earth per se. No, but no, no. Uh, they're they they can't keep up that hot start forever.
1: Well, that no, yeah, you're right. It's going to change at some point, right? But I mean. No, they look good. They they uh I don't know how many games you've seen, but from like the games that I've watched, yeah. They're it's funny. When Willie came back now that they have that push in the in the later half of the game, like I'm sure they'd like to start a little bit better and they've been doing a better job of that lately. But I mean, they just have so much push at the end of games where they can just like kinda take over in the last ten minutes of games that are close for the most part, right?
0: Unfortunately I've only been to the home opener, which was uh a you know, it was a good effort by those guys. Yeah. They lost to Lethbridge, but from all accounts, like you said, they they're just playing fast. They got a very fast team this year. They are, which is excellent quick. to see. Mm-hmm. And they're they're pushing the pace. We've talked about them getting shots on goal. They're when they outshoot their opponents, they're gonna win, I and mean, that's just kind of the name of the game. And they've been doing that in boatloads. Yeah. so far this season. Yeah, they. Uh, n- if
1: you want to dive really into it, they have almost 600 shots this season, and they've given
0: up just over 400. Yeah, so it's almost like a 200. 200- shot discrepancy between every, yeah, four every, to against. Every period they've been out shooting their opponents. It's crazy. Yeah. The one person uh, that hasn't really showed up on the goal scoring list, per se, is Brett Camp. He's only got three on the season. Slow, but he has like 13 assists or something like that? It's kind of crazy, though. Like yeah. I wouldn't expect him to be that opposite in his uh, statistical lines. Well, he's playing a lot with Sillinger
1: and Ryan Chizowski, and Chizowski leads the team with nine goals. And so I guess part of it may be in there. I mean, when you dive into it, five power play assists for Brett Kemp where Schizowski has five power play goals. So there you go, yeah. And yep. they're still running that five forward unit out there, so... Right. Uh, I think Kemp's just getting a little bit of a of a different opportunity and playing with some different players like five on five with Sillinger and Schizowski changes the looks a little bit and uh, maybe... Like, it, it's not to say that he can't score goals, but... Not at all, it's, no. It's almost like he doesn't necessarily have to, if you know what I mean. Like, he... I would think he gets like 20 by the end of the year with
0: yeah. the pace that he's on right now. Like he's going to be under it, but I, I feel at some point he'll start scoring. We were talking like in the season lead up about him basically being a lock for 30 because the way he was scoring yeah. at the end of uh, of the season prior to or coming over to the Tigers in that trade, uh, mm-hmm. he was just lighting it up like crazy. Yeah, And that's not to say that he can't. He's just, like you said, he's playing a different role and it helps to have the, the playmakers that he's playing with, which is excellent. Yeah, well, hey, if
1: he wants to put up over a point per game and he's mainly chipping in assists, that's fine. Hey, it
0: all, that's okay. all comes together. Uh, we mentioned his linemate there, Cole Sillinger. He is away uh, starting on Saturday. The Under-17 Hockey Challenge kicks off here in Medicine Hat as well as in Swift Current. How about Sillinger's tied for the team leading points? It's insane as a 16. Guess, isn't that ridiculous?
1: Like What could he become? I And and I'll be the first to admit, Like I wanted to temper expectations of being like 30 points would be a good season 100%. he's over halfway there
0: <laughs> like he's played 14 games and he's already halfway there right like my god it's almost like i don't know because draft wise was he i can't remember where, where draft position he was in was he like kind of in the teens i believe he was nine nine I don't okay. have that in front of me but i, I mean think you look he back was nine you look back at a guy that they drafted in josh williams who they actually traded for brett kemp right. in that edmonton trade last year williams had that high pedigree as well Obviously, never panned out he was to 11, that extent. Sorry. Eleven. Cylinder was eleven. Yeah. Okay, um, but I mean, you're right. Like they've found themselves a oh, gem. They're gosh. gonna have for years. The, he's he's gonna be a star in this league.
1: Yeah, and I mean, part of the part of it is again the five forward setup on the power play. I think half of his points so far this year have come on the power play, and so they're absolutely burning teams where they get a man advantage, but. I
0: mean, you can't argue with 17 points in 14 games. Not at all thought. for a 16-year-old. That's, just,
1: that's something else.
0: Um, it's it's insane. And I can't wait to see what he's like as an 18-year-old uh, leading that forward group. Like, when's the last... Like uh, league-wide star, the Tigers have had like so. Sure, you've had Lyndon Bay and guys who have led the league in points, which right. they've been great players. But to be like a like have that star quality, that name, like how Dylan Cousins is right exactly now, exactly who I'm thinking of, like um, just a guy that the entire league knows about. Right knows plays for Venice and Hat. On a sidebar
1: for a second, you mentioned Josh Williams. Yes, six goals, eleven assists, seventeen points in fourteen games. Okay, which so is interesting. Identical stat lines, yeah, basically, which is very interesting. That is, I uh, didn't even realize that. But no, the first person that jumps to mind would be Tyler Ennis. Yeah, he was the last guy that I really remember taking over games when he wanted to. Like Curtis Volk had the leadership ability and and came through in clutch spots, mm-hmm. but just the ability to take over every single game. Like
0: I think it was Ennis. My mind goes right to Hunter Carrick. Um right. as another guy, a draft eligible guy. It's basically like you said, it's a draft guy like that scouts and NHL teams are talking about being a potential uh you know, a player for them. Right. And that's like you said, uh with both of those guys, like they were draft eligible guys, they got drafted, they ended up playing a little bit in the show and and it's obviously is still mm-hmm. um but yeah, it's very interesting to see how Sillinger... Not going to put that expectations on him, but he's got all the tools to be successful. So, goaltending-wise, we talked about it with Matt Wong a few weeks ago when we had him in here. Mm -hmm. Uh, The goaltending split in terms of games played so far, only 14 games, like you mentioned. Mm -hmm. Sogards played 10, Bjorklund's played 4. That's kind of the split you were expecting going into the season? Probably. Yeah, I mean... Like two-thirds of the starts going to Sogard.
1: Yeah, I I guess you're probably, like, you're obviously going to see more of Bjorklund if Mads goes for this like World Junior Division A tournament that lands like early December. I don't, again, don't have the dates in front of me. I just know it's before the actual World Junior Tournament. Oh, that kicks off Boxing Day. But that tournament that Denmark's now a part of because it got relegated, if he goes and plays in that, I mean, that'll cut into a week for sure of the Tigers' season before Christmas break. Maybe a week and a half, maybe two. Like, it's good to see that Bjorklund can clearly hold his
0: own. Cause, Absolutely, my God, he looks good too. Amazing stat, yeah. Not just the eye test, but the stats test as well. Yeah, shows like, that he can 100 percent hold his own. I mean, sure, he's
1: only he's pl- he's been in five games because of that. Uh, the fifth one being where Mads got pulled in Calgary. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but goals against of 1.66 and a save percentage of 944. Now again, it's not gonna. It can't stay that way. I mean,
0: maybe it could. Like, yeah. we, we've seen it. We've seen guys that have done it before. If he's not exposed to, you know, night-to-night, you know, teams, like yeah. Sogard is, he could keep those numbers up. Who knows? Yeah, but I mean, just like long-term, like just projecting if he
1: kind of <laughs> goes the way that you'd think. Like, my God. Another stud. Well, he's he's one of those guys that's interesting because I'm pretty sure he's draft eligible this year too. So yeah. it's, it, it's kind of curious to see how his stock – rises or falls as the
0: season progresses, because I think he's one of the one of the earmarked goaltenders from North America this year. If I'm not mistaken, like you said, I think the, I don't know what rankings came up, but he was a C-level prospect, uh, which is Trap. in line with... Well, <laughs> That's bullshit. He was, but he's in line with all the other North American goalies. Like, there was no goalie, I don't believe, above C. That's stupid. So, there you go. Then why are you even putting grades out? <laughs> I don't That's know. That's just like saying, oh, you're a goalie average.
1: Yeah. Like, shut up. Just kind of puts you all in the same... Uh, Maybe I'm overreacting, yeah. Maybe I'm overreacting a little bit. I don't know how those rankings work. But yeah, I saw something like that too. Yeah, a couple weeks ago. He's really
0: good, man. He's really good. Good to see it for a Tigers team that uh, needs the goaltending if they're going to make a run, for sure. Uh, Upcoming schedule for these Tigers. Like I said, they're on the road outside the Canalta Center for a long time. At least two or three more weeks. They're back at the Canalta Center on November 16th is their next home game. But in the meantime, they're on the road this weekend uh, in Victoria, in Vancouver, and then a trip to Prince George, Kelowna, Kamloops, and Red Deer before heading home. So, right. very tough test out there on the coast. Hopefully they can, uh, you know, obviously settle for covering for Cole Sillinger's loss, is what I'm trying yeah. to say. And then obviously maybe split the, the the goaltending load out there on the coast so that no one guy gets tired as well. So
1: Yeah, and I mean, like they have the guys up front to kind of plug and play on short stints. I mean, Cillinger is obviously really important, but they they have enough guys that can that can get going. I, I mean, wonder,
0: yeah, I wonder if there's a a player or two out on that West Coast that they've drafted, kind of like when they brought Cylinder and when they played right. teams in Saskatchewan that they can bring in if if need be. Yeah. Too. yeah, yeah, I'm sure they they have ideas. At least I'm sure. Interesting stuff for the Messinat Tigers as they go forward. Uh, NHL wise, mm-hmm. I m- paid a visit to Regina this past you weekend did. for <laughs> <You> the Heritage <laughs> <laughs> Classic and braved. That chilly ass weather. Yeah, it was fucking cold, wasn't it? It was. Uh, it was a little chilly, but like I said, it was the picture perfect outdoor hockey game weather. Yeah, it really was. Snow falling, looked beautiful. A little bit breezy, chilly. You were bundled up. Uh, it was about sixty percent Jets fans, which I was surprised mm. with. Interesting. Um, a lot of blue, a lot of cheering for the Jets. Yep. Uh, when they made their comeback, you get outshot fifteen to four in the third period. You're not winning a game, no probably, matter who it is. Probably not. Well, so, uh, you shouldn't be winning the game. I guess that's the best as a way Flames to put it. fan. As a Flames fan, I was disappointed in the result. But like I said, it was an amazing game. Uh, it was worth every single penny. So I, if you haven't been to an outdoor game, I highly that's recommend it. Something I've it. never done. Yeah, it just doesn't sound fun
1: to me to sit outside in the cold. Like like it's similar to how the Grey Cup sounds like a terrible time.
0: I want like, to go to a Grey Cup as well. So though. do I.
1: Yeah. Like I want to go see it, but at the same time, in the back of my mind, I'm like, this just doesn't sound probably like a, fun. A, a dome game. You'd want to, go yeah, to. yeah. Like probably not this year in Calgary.
0: <laughs> I say probably. Who knows? Maybe I'll go. Maybe. Um, what was I going to say there? I don't know. Uh, good. One good thing is that the beers don't go hot. They it's, don't. It's true. They, they don't cold. go warm. So. Yeah. I. Uh, I may have tipped a few back and enjoyed good for myself. You. So yeah, it was great. Good for you. Great weekend. Drunk Colby's a uh, good Colby. On Regina. Uh, Roman Yosi signed his major deal today. There was rumors that they were maybe testing the market on him, the Nashville Predators were, right. but they uh, they uh signed an eight-year, just over $72 million contract, little over nine mil per season, which is the largest contract given out by GM David Poyle in uh Predators history. On their own because they signed the uh, the offer sheet for Shea Weber right. that Philly gave him, which was like ten years, hundred million or something like that. Right. But that wasn't their own doing. Uh, good deal for the Preds, getting their captain locked up long term. He was worth it. Like he's an amazing defenseman.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's good now. Yeah, it's weird because because what is it? Eight years that he still has this year left puts him to be, like, 38 by the time it runs out. I think, yeah, he like said the new deal
0: starts when he's 30. That's interesting.
1: I mean, yeah, you have to pay it, obviously. Like, you don't really have a choice. So, I mean, yeah, I guess from, from that perspective, it's a good deal. Yeah. I mean, you, you have to pay a guy who's, like, the, the core of your D. But it's just, it, it's so hard in, in sports in general now because you see so often that teams are starting to, like, get away from
0: the Longer term contracts for guys past 30. So, exactly in all sports, like you said, yeah, oh, yeah, not just NHL, baseball is notorious for that. Yeah, yeah, baseball's taking it a little too far, but which is why these young kids are taking the league, uh, RFA wise. We dealt yeah. with it all summer. They're getting paid now so that when they hit 29 30, they could potentially get another payday if someone's willing to bite the bullet on that, right? Who knows?
1: But no, it's one of those contracts that you have to sign, like, you don't really have a choice, and that's yeah. that's a pretty solid number. I think Yossi understands how
0: things go after you're 30, and the Preds didn't probably want to go much higher than that. So no, making less than Drew Doughty's making, which is probably like he is the standard in terms of defenseman money. I would say out there with Doughty. Yeah, Doughty Carlson, Burn yeah, Carlson. One's weird. Yeah, I'm still,
1: not, I'm not really sure that you paid a guy that much money that you can't really skate. Coming off that, definitely injuries. can't skate yeah. backwards. Mm-hmm.
0: Like he's just not the same guy. No. You're Sometimes right. It's weird. Uh weird speaking stuff. of injuries, Gabriel Landeskog out for the Colorado Avalanche. Gabe, did you see that ugly looking leg turn? No. Oh gosh. I have not seen it. That, I I heard about it though. It's worth a look to see that the toe Like is he toe picks or something, right? He just, like, gets his... Doesn't he get his toe caught in the ice or some something? Something, yeah. Basically, the front of his toe was facing back to him. Like, he was skating one way and his leg was going the that's other. That's not good. No. I had to think about that. No, that's not good at all. You're not a doctor, hey? No. <laughs> no, between that and and good luck. Out long term. So, who knows if and when Landis Kull comes back. Hopefully, he yeah, does. There hasn't been, like, a timeline on that, has there? No, out indefinitely was was, was what was listed. Excuse me. So. Uh, another guy coming back, which was way sooner than I expected, if Malkin for the yeah. Penguins, yeah. potentially coming back as soon as Saturday against the Oilers. They can um, probably use him. <laughs> we talked about him and Hornquist being out in terms of uh, the Penguins' long term injuries at the beginning of the season. Uh, to, to see him back here at the end of October, we were probably expecting, you know, past Christmas maybe. For for Malkin, uh, yeah, I saw some stuff that was going to be a long time. Yeah, because it's like a tissue issue, and basically you don't know until you get out there. So maybe he's going to test it now and see. Hopefully, it holds up. But yeah, remains to be seen. There, we'll see. An- another injury, though. Tarasenko, Vladimir Tarasenko. That's an oof. Five months oof. shoulder surgery. Big oof. Yeah, for defending Stanley Cup champions. That's not fun. I mean, when you got Braden Shen sniping nine goals in twelve games, it's not terrible. I guess so, but <laughs> you can expect uh, Shen helps Shen to keep it up. I don't. I don't think so.
1: Hmm. I, I wouldn't bank on it, but no. it, I mean, Shen's better than people give him credit for. I will say that. Yeah, he's been a little bit but underrated for yeah, sure.
0: Losing Tarasenko, that's not that's not fun. Even though he kind of goes through spurts like Patrick Laine, where. He's like I, he's more involved than Line A is but he still goes through the, he's, his dry spells right where he can't buy a goal. But it's just, just super like,
1: interesting like between like St. Louis in the top 3 in their Central Division also in the Centrals Colorado, Colorado's leading it as of right now. And now both of them are without
0: some pretty key guys. I mean Colorado's situation's also a little worse. Yeah, but, they've oh, they're gosh. I think they're more built to withstand the Landeskog injury than the Blues are with Tarasenko? I, well, it was funny. I was talking to a couple of people earlier today, and I said
1: it helps to have Caudry instead of Alexander Kerfoot. Like, 100%. no offense to Kerfoot. Yeah. But, I mean, Caudry's proven that he can be like a third-line scorer. I mean, now if he has a chance to play with McKinnon, I I don't know, maybe Bump it up. works.
0: Yeah, he can score 30 in this league
1: easy. But so. it's tough to lose. It's tough to lose either one of Landis or
0: mckinnon for a little bit, or Landis or rantanen for a little bit, mm-hmm. but then to lose them both, it's like, eh. Yeah, That's that, oof. that top line, which used to be super top-heavy. Now, like you said, they filled out with Kadri and uh, and some of their young kids, Tyson Jost, as well. Yep. Filling out that roster for some scoring, which they're going to need if they're going to keep up with that division. Because it is still murder's row out there. It's not fun. It's not fun. Uh, Killer B's line, the Marchand-Bergeron-Pasternak line for the Boston Bruins. Yeah, They're like 22 points and... Five games, something like that. Like yeah. they are on Fuego right now. Yeah. They're killing it. On Fuego. Fuego. Everybody drink. <laughs> Colby said something stupid. <laughs> Bruins are eight, one, and two on the season. They, they are. They are very good. Yeah, As we expected them to <laughs> be. You're
1: right. They are uh there's not much to add. They are very good. Yeah. I don't really I have
0: nothing to add to that. Do you want to know who's not good? Who's not good? Golden State Warriors. Oof. Not right now, no. They got their first win last night, which oh, was great good. to see. Yeah, that's You'll good. love to see it. Yeah, you really do. But uh, really do. the first two games of the season, they got blown out by the Clippers. Yeah, that's true. And I don't remember what the other team was that faced them. Wasn't good. They didn't win that one. Draymond basically comes out to the media and says, we suck right now. Well, what else are you supposed and, to say? Uh, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> you do. You're right.
1: and well, uh, That's okay. Because no one, like, I mean, people thought they were going to be like, manageable they'd be fine but like i was one of those guys i don't know i never said that they'd be great i mean just given i mean you lose kd Mm
0: -hmm. and clay clay is not there you You figure that raymond and steph i i haven't actually watched any minutes of the warriors play basketball but uh i don't think demar uh not demarcus deangelo russell yeah don't think he's fitting in well, we said that well. was going
1: to be kind of weird that he would fit there to begin with. Like when we were talking about how he was going there and not
0: staying in what was it Brooklyn? Like Brooklyn was there. It was just it, it seemed like it was a weird spot cuz Curry needs the ball. Yes. Russell needs the ball. Yes. Draymond can play wherever. He's fine. But those two being your your one and your two guards, like it's just doesn't quite any To be fair, we haven't seen a Curry-esque game yet. Stat line wise, Curry hasn't gone nuts yet, which is he's going to because he's gonna have to help carry this team. I mean eventually. Like the sun
1: will come up, we'll pay taxes, everyone's gonna die, and Steph will probably pour in like forty points more (laughs) often than not. Like those are just things we know. That's a great great
0: line. Those are just things that we can take to the bank and be certain in, right? Exactly. Um some notable highlights for the first few about a week and a bit of the NBA action. Kyrie Irving going for fifty in his Brooklyn debut. Yeah. That was nice to see. Good for him. Uh Trey Young, back to back. It's it, it like, weird that I just don't like Kyrie. Like I, I I really don't have a reason why I don't. I just don't. I mean, there's even still drama with him now. Like, even after all these, you know, great performances, there's rumors and, and news articles about the the turmoil going right. on in the locker room. Yeah, I, I just don't like him. I don't know
1: why. I'm just I'm sure he's a pleasant dude. I just I just don't
0: get the right vibe from him. No, I don't know if that. Maybe that's just me. I don't know. He wants to be the number one guy. Sure, but he's not the number one guy. That sounds that sounds legitimate. As we found out with Cleveland and right. him and LeBron James, which worked, won him a title, but he didn't have to be the number one guy. True. Uh, Trey Young, a back to back like 35 plus point performances. He's legit, right? Leading the Hawks to some victories. He is legit. He's a young guy, but he's legit. Like, he could be a sneaky MVP vote. Oh.
1: I wouldn't, like, maybe not this year. Yeah. like, down the road, maybe. Like The way they're building the Hawks team up? Maybe. Maybe. Like, it sounds kind of crazy to say, but... Mm. Like, he looked legit last year. And now, like, he's just even a little... Like, he seems like he's turned it up a notch this year. Which you would expect, the development, but...
0: I don't know. He he he's someone that I I'm very curious about. I'm um, I'm not sure if you know this, but I have a serious man crush on John Collins for some weird reason. I love really? the way he plays. Why? Uh, I don't it's know. Because this... his name's John. No. Do you have any, Do you know anyone named John? I know a few Johns actually. Do you love them? Mm-hmm. Love is a strong word. Oh, so you don't. I guess no. I, in, in that <laughs> I guess context. no. I guess no. But I don't <laughs> the way John Collins plays ever since he came out as a rookie, like it's just, I, I him and and Trey Young and the way they've just drafted with, uh, I think it's DeAndre Hunter, small forward. Like they're they're building around this young core. Right. Great to see. They're they not going to be good to this him. year. Like if no. they might get. F- Th- uh, 35 wins. They might try to, you know, scratch and claw for an eight seed in the East. They'd be okay with that. But, I mean, unfor- yeah, you need to be a, a 50 plus team, 50 win team to win MVP. That's but fair. 100%. Down two years from now, he could be sneaky good. Yeah. And I love John Collins. I love what they're building there in Atlanta. Uh, another young guy. Sorry, still- one more before we go off, Trey. Okay. I just had one
1: more thought. Yeah, what do you got? I just pulled up, this is an article dated October 13th. So what is that? That would have been a few days before the season started? Like a week before the season started? Yeah, season started on the 18th. So five days before. Okay. Trey Young, MVP odds, plus 10,000. Okay. What that means is that he's just a huge, huge underdog. Yep. I like guess it's, it's very unlikely that's going to happen. As of right now, as we live and breathe, okay. he's plus 4,000. Wow. So he has severely improved...
0: He cut those odds in over half, like sixty yeah, percent. Yeah.
1: Damn. In in all of two weeks. I'm
0: That's, saying, man, it's amazing what there. two weeks of basketball will do there's for you. Something there. Yeah, it's sneaky good. I mean, anyway, if you want, if you wanted to put money on Zion winning MVP, you could take that money, put it on Trey. Yeah, I probably wouldn't. I mean, you you can't put money on Zion right now, can you? Well, you could prior to the season. I think Does he was, Zion like, still win Rookie of the Year. That's the question. When does he come back? How many guess, games does yeah. he play? It all comes down yeah. to how much. Like, It's ta- impossible to know. Talent-wise, yes. He's still, like, he, should, dumb question, he should be okay. I get it. We, we It's impossible to know. But if he plays less than 55 games, he's not winning it. Uh-huh. I so, get you. kind of the, the scenario that he's in. One more uh, top performer, Carl Anthony Towns. Mm-hmm. A guy I wanted to draft in our Fantasy Basketball League. Didn't get a chance to, but he... Is he on the hot guys? <laughs> no, you didn't no, put him I, on hot I guys. Don't have Hawk, I don't have him on the hot guys. But he has been just balling. Yeah. A, a big guy shooting seven threes in the opening game against Brooklyn. True. Just, yeah. Yeah, he, he's been, I mean, we all and kind the, of expected him to
1: show up more. Yeah. Like, with. I mean, over the course of his time with him and Andrew Wiggins, we
0: thought that they would, like, as a team, be better, the T-Wolves, right? and Jimmy Butler yeah. in the last couple of years. Now that Jimmy Butler's gone, more touches go to him and Wiggins. Yep. Uh Wiggins has been okay? Not. I mean, he is what he is. He's a scorer. He's not I mean, much else for you.
1: If Cat's going to put up a uh a double-double every game, then well, that's a good place to start. With the defense. Yeah. The defense <laughs> yeah. has
0: been stellar. Like yeah. three steals, two blocks. He's just been an absolute fantasy monster. Um and it's, Is that it's, sustainable? Do you think he can like even and I'm not talking like to the level he's playing of course. pouring in
1: pouring in thirty plus a night and mm-hmm. double double every night. But like twenty five and like thirty five, twenty five and yeah, I would say even like twenty five and ten a night.
0: Oh, absolutely. So you think that's he's possible? done that for years. Like yeah. that honestly, it's it's all comes down to wins for these T wolves. That's true. And right now they're winning with all these stats. So that's number one. Fair. Um, yeah, hopefully it continues because Timberwolves uh, make for an interesting watch. If you got a Timberwolves game to watch, to see talents, he's an absolute talent. So True. don't sleep on him. Uh, I got to this last week, well, two weeks ago when we last recorded. Uh huh. I gave my MVP pick okay. and my finals prediction. Okay, who did you who did you throw out there? So
1: did, you didn't listen. Well, no, I'm just for those who haven't. It's oh, called catching oh, up to speed. Good one,
0: good one. Um Thanks. MVP like wise, I've done this before. <laughs> Dickhead. <laughs> I picked uh, Nikola Jokic of the Denver Nuggets for my MVP pick. Right, I remember how bad that was. And then I picked... Why uh, did you do that? Uh, I think Denver's going to be the t- one of the top teams in the West. Okay. One or two. Okay. Uh, they're going to have 55-plus wins. Okay. And Jokic is going to be a major part of that. He's one of the best there. passing big men in the league. Okay. And he's You've great. you sold me. I'm in. Uh, and my finals prediction yep. was 76ers and Clippers. Right. With the Sixers winning the championship. Right. Yeah. So well, what you say what, you, Lance? Did,
1: did Steve Ball put anything out there when he filled in for me?
0: No, I can't remember what we he put did out not there. get to MVA with him because he had to go pick up his. All oh, right, yeah, children. We, I only got him to talk football. Right, <laughs> so. yeah, that's probably for the best. Um, what do you got,
1: MVP? Let's start with that. MVP. Lots of choices. Up there now. are a lot of options, and I guess mine's a little bit skewed because we most teams have played like three games, right? <laughs> Trey <So>. Young. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly. The better in me would just go splash like ten dollars on Trey Young. Why okay. the hell not? Okay. Yep. Like honestly, why the hell not? Even t- like twenty bucks, it could win you like a grand. Um, I-, I still lean. i I actually really like what Russ Westbrook's doing, but I don't know that he can win an MVP with Harden also there. I feel like I just splits votes. Okay. So when it's all said and done, my pick is Kawhi. Oh. I like it. That's that's where I go. Do you think he wants to play for an MVP? I don't know. No, he doesn't necessarily want to play for an MVP, but he's just he's going to elevate the Clippers. Mm-hmm. He's already doing it. And that story in itself is going to get so much run and people are going to be because Kawhi's become a a, me, a name in the media whether he likes it or not. Like people like to see what he's doing now mm-hmm. and people are interested in him. And if the Clippers do well, they're directly going to attribute that to Kawhi Leonard. So unless Kawhi gets injured and they still do well otherwise, but if he's healthy for a full season, the Clippers are one of the top teams in the conference. I would say Kawhi.
0: You book it. Yeah, um, I, that's a great choice. Like I have the Clippers in the NBA Finals. That's true. You do. Um, I just wonder, like you said, I wonder if he's got. I mean, and it's I, all of this is barring injury, like you said. Yeah. But does he play enough games? Last year with the Raptors, obviously under load management, different scenario. Yep. Played 60 games. Did he yeah. No, Did he play 60? was uh, the around there. I think the Raptors were 17 and 5, which would be 22. 60 plus 22 is 82. Good mental math. Nailed it. Played 60 games. Obviously, that's not enough to win an MVP. Right. He needs to play probably 70, 75. Uh, th- I-, I like the pick. I think it's going to be... Yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those things. If he plays enough, right? Does Paul George coming back
1: also contribute to him i don't think that's taking some much, wins though not as much that, as harden and Westbrook. no that one seems like that splits way more yeah and maybe that's just public perception but i mean mvps voted on by essentially public perception yeah like really i mean sure there's people that vote for it and they have and the media yeah. members yeah. yeah like there's that's what i mean but at the
0: end of the day it's their perception they're part of the public it's public perception right george is amazing amazing last year uh got him like second or third place in MVP votes so yeah. he, he's been up there in the past so I wonder if voters like you said if if and when the, uh, the Clippers do amazing and George comes back yeah. it might take away some votes but I like the pick okay finals prediction who you got in the east who you got in the west well you'll remember a while ago in the west I already
1: laid $10 on the Utah Jazz to come out of the conference you did hey so Utah will be in the final
0: okay <laughs> obviously you didn't know I did that? I don't remember. I remember. I think you've talked about it, but I don't know I, if you actually- I brought up value bets long, long ago. Right. One of the first uh, episodes of this 21 so, we did. So you like, I like Denver because of their continuity and you like Utah because of their continuity. I'm guessing. That was the biggest thing. Like, and this was before
1: shit really shook out and before we saw the team, the kind of the way it was built. But I figured Conley would take a big step, help him out a lot. I mean, getting Bogdanovich in there and having him kind of work with, I mean, like Rudy Gobert seems like he could be something. I've seen him actually pop up on uh, MVP odds
0: lists, which okay. is weird to me because I don't know if Rudy Gobert should be in an MVP conversation. Stats-wise, not the greatest, but uh, defensively, he's been a two-time defensive player of the year. He's right. he very respected by his peers. I feel like Dante Exum, pretty good.
1: I drafted Joe Ingles. He was a hot guy for for a little bit. You did you trade guys him. crushed me on that Joe Ingles pick, by the way. Well, you know what? I think Bald actually just dropped him today. He did. He did. Yeah. So Yeah, Joe Ingles was you drafted can pick him up by again. the hot guys. No, I don't want him. Okay. I already got I got Rudy Gay. I'm good. Um <laughs> and then Donovan Mitchell, obviously. Donovan Mitchell is the big the big key to everything. But we didn't really mention like like Moody A, he's okay. Mm-hmm. He's not bad. Like they just have so much depth. And that's what I noticed is the biggest thing, like I mean, yeah, they don't have the star power, but if someone in there can somehow emerge as a star, maybe. So I'll bit, take the Jazz. It's definitely an, an opposite of the Rockets, like we mentioned before. It's very top-heavy. Well, it's almost in an Houston. opposite of the league in general, right? True. But yeah. I'm just banking on somehow them pulling off a trade. And All right. And then that gets, uh, gets in the mix. But
0: from the East... A lot of talk goes into Milwaukee. A lot of talk goes into Philadelphia. A lot of talk goes into a lot of different places, doesn't it? No, but basically those two are the kings of the East, as right. per se. No respect on the Raptors. No nope. Boston, uh, Brooklyn, yeah. Indiana. Like a lot of middling teams, but the two come to the top of the mind is Milwaukee and Philly. Where do you go?
1: Because Milwaukee, they had Brogdon last year and then lost him to Indian Indiana. Like Indiana, correct? Right? Yes. So for that reason, the Bucks would be out.
0: Okay, wow. Shark Tank over here. Yeah. The Sixers, they're out too. I don't believe in Oh! Them. I don't believe in them. Okay. I'm going to
1: say... You ready?
0: Dramatic pause. This is
1: very dramatic. Very. It's going to be a Utah Jazz... and Toronto Raptors oh! final. The Raptors find a way Oh, OG Ananobi is taking huge steps (laughs) Pascal Siakam looks good I think people are sleeping on Norman Powell He's kind of sleeping in games Looks like he's forgetting to even fucking play (laughs) But they will find a way And the biggest reason why Is that they have one of the best coaches in the league And I know coaching can only take you so far But it feels like in the NBA When you get into the playoffs We saw it I feel like Nick Nurse outcoached Steve Kerr in the finals Not to mention the injury that happened, obviously, but I think Nick Nurse has the mind to find a way to get his players to get through the Sixers, the Bucs, I'm actually banking, to be completely honest, on a situation where the Sixers and Bucks play each other and just knock one of the one of each other out in the second and round. Then let's somehow say, yep. the Raptors will just move on. That's what I think. They could if they get on the right side of the bracket for
0: sure. I think Come they're going to find their way in there somehow. Very into interesting, an advantageous Lance. spot. Wow, yeah. that is uh, that's the most unlikely and probably the oh, it's not going to happen. The NBA's worst nightmare. A hundred percent. I do have a breaking news alert. Okay, and we jinxed another player. Trey Young helped off the court oh, no. after suffering an apparent ankle injury. Okay, so take that money that you just put on Trey Young, take it off. Oh man, you don't, oh, you don't man. need that anymore. Man, we're the goddamn worst.
1: Yeah, well, everything. I've, mind you, that that's more on you than me. Yeah, I just said he was really good.
0: You I mean, had was, him as MVP.
1: <laughs> I said I was splash ten bucks. You're right. Uh, okay, take that money off. Let's Let that, get. That, hold on, we gotta put oh, that ten dollars somewhere. Okay, oh, t- we're gonna put that ten dollars.
0: Dante Exum. <laughs> Yeah, Dante Exum. That's where it's going. Um, no, Luka Doncic. That's yeah. That's probably where I would go. I love Luka too, mm-hmm. and so does Steve Ball. But true, another story. Let's get to World Series quick, Can, uh, and we'll finish off with some football, shall we? Can't go okay. World Series. Mm-hmm. Nationals took complete control in the first two games against the Houston Astros. They did. Astros looked dead in the water. They did. They looked not like themselves, and then the Astros come back, take three games on the road as well. Right. This whole series has been road teams. Taking care of business. Mm-hmm. And in those three games at home, the Nationals scored one run in yeah. each of the three games. Yeah. Amazing how the bats just shut down at home. Yeah, it's not ideal. Into tonight's game six. Mm-hmm. We're in game six. The, uh, it's, it's on right now as we speak. Don't okay. even know what the end update is. I should probably load that up as we don't talk. even know. Don't even know. Don't Verlander even know the update. Verlander goes What's the update for the Astros.
1: Verlander Astros update and uh, breaking news. Score. Breaking news. One one. One one. Bottom
0: of the first. Bottom of one. One so, one in the bottom of one. Ver, okay, can you stop? Sorry. Yeah. Verlander goes <laughs> for the Astros. You Strasburg like goes for the Nationals. Okay. Um, I don't like. Did the Astros close this out tonight? They're just on a roll now after they look dead in the water as of Thursday. No. You think it goes 7? Yes. Okay.
1: Yes, I do.
0: I would love to see a 7th game. That'd be, uh, viewing-wise, would be delect- delectable. Because then what, Scherzer would go 7? That's what they're saying after he got scratched from Game 5. Ooh. Scherzer? Stras- Stras- is really good. Like, Strasburg
1: is... Like, his stuff is ridiculous right now. I think they find a way to win game six. Mm-hmm. And
0: Scherzer, Granky in game seven. I was going to say, yeah, that's the third pitcher w- there for the Astros.
1: I, w- I like Scherzer more than I like Granky.
0: I do too. That would be huge. I still like
1: Washington. Even you- though they're down 3-2, I really do. Yeah. Like, it, it. it's kind of concerning when you can't win a game at home. But... I mean, you don't have to. You just got to win four on the road. Whatever. You've already won two. And now, yeah, because now the next two games, tonight. the problem is I just think the Nationals' bullpen is just getting exploited, and I don't know if the Nationals' bullpen can, can hang on. Yeah. Like, they just have an absolute dumpster fire down there. Like, how they've made it this far with that bullpen is beyond me. Like, they're so lucky they have the combination of Scherzer, Strasburg, and Patrick Corbin, and you could argue Annabelle Sanchez. Yeah, you could argue. their bullpen sucks ass.
0: Well, I think it in the, bad. they're banking on getting up to a big enough lead where they can kind of coast. Yeah, especially yeah. in the first two games, they were up huge. Yeah, it's not ideal, though, like in this game six that you know
1: the nationals put across an early run and then Scherzer goes and has one back. That's that's not how you draw it up, but
0: no, not obviously not <laughs> not entirely. Nope, you, you pay to uh pitch a shutout yeah, each and you, every game. Yeah, that's what you should be doing. Well, so 35 starts, no earned runs. Yeah, obviously, that's what, what you would do in NBA or MLB
1: 2K. Yeah, it's true in the your show. in your my career mode. Yeah, right? exactly. When you're managing your team's finances?
0: Yeah, hot dogs are five bucks.
1: Is that how you do that? How much are your hot dogs there on
0: NBA 2K? I haven't played in a long time. I told I told you this. Oh. They probably haven't changed. Oh. Five bucks. So you don't have the new one? No, I don't have the new one. You, are you going to get it? Uh, In time. I usually wait with my sports games. I wait about like two years because there's really no Oof. updates in the game itself. It's just updated rosters, which whatever. Oh, I guess. So I wait two years because, hey, are you forking out 80 bucks a game? Yeah. Yeah. I am. I know. Well, you hotshot money man over there yeah, or whatever. I'm
1: not, I'm not not buying all the time. I'm all bottom of the though.
0: totem poles. What do you expect? Why are you screaming at me? <laughs> Sorry. All right. Whatever, dude. Anyway. Let's go uh, to the gridiron.
1: The gridiron. The gridiron. The gridiron. Come um, on,
0: Nats and seven. I want to see it done. Nats and seven. I hope so. I'm going Astros. They finish it off tonight. We'll see what happens. I matters. hope so because I got money on the Astros. I'm going to jinx them again and they're going to lose yeah, like I the Dodgers did. I hope you
1: don't because I, I made a bet. With... A uh, buddy of mine in Edmonton. Oh, for, did you? For a case of black ice. Okay. Really shitty beer that the other person has to document every single beer they drink. Oh. And uh, yeah, I have the Astros. So we, I'm. We could crush that in one night. 100%. Yeah.
0: 100%. Anyway. To the gridiron! <laughs> <night. laughs> <laughs> the NFL trade deadline. Is this the most boring trade deadline of all the major sports? Yes. It. it no one even knows. It's just a I mean, footnote on the season. Baseball is... Or, yeah, sorry. No, this is no. This is football. I got still, lost there. Still Ooh. football, yep. Baseball had like, a couple big moves this past trade deadline with like cranky trade and, and stuff like that. Yep. Hockey, they make it out to be a goddamn phenomenon with eight <laughs> hours of wall-to-wall coverage, which yeah. really doesn't equal much either.
1: But I'm all about the eight hours of coverage.
0: I Me mean, too. I'm, oh, you? Sh- I I I'm streaming up. upstairs all the time. Yeah, I eat it up. And then uh, NBA... Sometimes major deals comes down after the all-star break, but this one I find a lot of rumors and it just doesn't ever pan out. It never really does. Very tough. Uh, quick couple trades. Rams trade keep to leave to the Miami Dolphins. They sent him to purgatory. Yeah. I, at first, I thought, "What the hell are these Rams doing? They're just giving away all their talent. Are they, you know, mailing it in?" Then I found out it's a salary dump. Yep. He's making four point three million dollars. He's on injured reserve. He can't play for the rest of this year. It just didn't work out in L.A. for keep to leave when he signed uh, last year. So
1: yeah, salary just dump. on his note. Just while we're talking about corners that I completely forgot about, Joe Hayden. Whatever happened to that guy? Like I saw him yesterday on Monday Nighter mm-hmm. for the Steelers. Get, like he was getting beat by like like practice roster guys.
0: Like what are we doing? He Joe was Aiden? a star with Cleveland, yeah. right? And then he actually went to some good teams, and maybe they got exploited. I have no idea what anyway, happened to him. I was just like, he's pretty okay now. No, that's a, that's a good uh, good Sorry, point Joel. by you. Uh, Leonard Williams, the defensive tackle, goes from New York Jets to New York Giants, so he doesn't leave the state of New York. Good for him. Which is good for him. Well, it's uh, East Rutherford, New Jersey is where Oh, playing. that's right. Out in the Meadowlands. Yeah, the Meadowlands. Uh, two picks go back to the Jets. He's a former six overall pick in 2015. Definitely has some talent. Yep. Uh, just didn't find his way out in Jets land because, I mean, they brought in, was it Muhammad Wik- Wilk Wilkerson? Can I get my right, words out? Yep. Uh, and, and some big time talent on that D line, and just couldn't uh, find a spot for Williams. So football giants, it is. Uh, Kenyon Drake. Or this was earlier in the week. Yep. After the Cardinals get decimated with their oh, running backs, David Johnson doesn't play. My this life. Week. And then Chase Edmonds goes out with a hamstring My injury. My life. Uh, injury. Yeah, I'm not thrilled about either of those. Kenyon Drake is probably starting for the Cardinals on Thursday night. Yeah, because I don't know that David Johnson's gonna be able to turn around quick enough. They're saying he's on the wrong side of questionable. Who's they? What do they know? Uh, My team needs the, him. My team sucks ass. Injury report oh. laid out by Fuck. the uh, Arizona Cardinals. All right. So Kenyon Drake going to get some run. That means Mark Walton out in Miami is the now the, the lead back. Excuse me. Uh, is he? Is yeah. Is he with the bar Loggy? Kalen Balazs is there. No, uh, more of a change of pace back, but it's now Mark Walton's turn to run the ship. Whatever that may Mark be. Mark Walton. Not Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, Mark Walton.
1: Mark Walton. Sounds like a guy that I'm pretty sure was the janitor at my elementary school. Mr. Walton?
0: Mr. Walton! There was some puke in the floor. Yeah, Mr. Walton!
1: (laughs) (laughs) Tell me that is not... Like, I'm not necessarily a janitor. It was just the first thing that came to my mind. But, like, he could be a teacher. (laughs) I feel like he'd be my mechanic. Walton's... (laughs) Ready? Go on, going to Waltons. Going to Walton and Waltons. I need. I need to go get a get an oil change at the of Walton's. Walton boys got me covered. Yeah, I got. With Walton, you're safe. <laughs> We're
0: just making tagline. Yeah. Um. Walton's shop. We got you. <laughs> are anyway. Anybody beating the Patriots in the AFC? Not right now. Do you see it happening? Do you think when Mahomes comes back, they can, maybe the Chiefs can put a rear a real fear into the Patriots? The road is littered with people who write off the
1: Patriots and don't believe in them. I am not going to be that person. I'm just going to wait and see what happens. I am putting nothing out there
0: about yeah, I, what I think. Well, of you said they've had an easy, which they have. They they've have had an any, easy ass schedule these very, first nine weeks. Very soft. This week facing the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, but are they even any good? A little bit tougher. Are they any good though? They're the best competition they faced. Well, sure. I mean, are they going to stop Lamar Jackson running
1: wild? The Bills are like arguably just as good as the Ravens
0: right now. They got their ass handed to them by Philly. Like Philly. That Philly but they're defense. They're still five was, and two. They're five and two. Yeah. I mean, going to be a wild card Are the Ravens team.
1: like five and two, five and three?
0: They are five and. Yep. I think they're five and three. So uh, they've I mean, beaten some good competition in Seattle, and they've beaten Pittsburgh, which Pittsburgh's not that good this year. Bad, bad analogy. But some yeah. ra- there's some real talent on on Baltimore. And oh, for sure. The problem is they've never had talking about. Uh, Patriots now Yeah, Never had a defense As good as this That's true In the entirety Of Tom Brady's career I cannot picture A defense That is This might is go down As the best defense In the last 30 years As of right now yeah. It's amazing Like they're yeah. Fantasy wise They're like the third Highest Player In fantasy Yeah Ahead of only like Deshaun Watson And Russell Wilson It's yeah, amazing it's Um, They're putting up points They're scoring Yep They're not allowing anything Nope It's amazing So we'll see if it continues. I mean,
1: law of averages would say they regress somewhat, but yeah. I mean, yeah,
0: it's not fun to. uh, They do have a date with the Chiefs, I believe, at some point towards the end of this regular season. Yeah, I'm not mistaken. Hmm. Maybe it's the Packers. I can't remember. There's there's a team, a couple teams in there that might throw a wrench into this uh, perfect season that they're going after. Oh God, we're there. We were there at week four. No, we're not there. We talked about it at week 4 out not there. I'm not there. Right, you well. might be there. I'm not there. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, 49ers, are they for real? They're 7-0. and The other undefeated team on the NFC side. Their defense is. Holy hell, yes. I don't know who number they're Number two defense, I would say, in the entire league. I don't which, know who they're going to keep throwing the ball to, though. They just got Emmanuel Sanders from the Denver Broncos. Oopty shit. Sanders was a decent receiver. Coming back off the Achilles. Nah. I mean, you could argue better than that, Debo Samuel than well, Dante Pettis. I'm not
1: saying that he was worse than the guys that they were had they had before, but fuck me, like if you're saying Emmanuel Sanders is now going to change the wide receiver core, think twice. You
0: wanted them to bring in like a Robbie Anderson. Out I of would New rather see them take a stab at
1: Odell. Like, Whoa. Well, it's not working in Cleveland. Everyone knew it was
0: either going to work or it was going to be an awful thing. There's another receiver out in the free agent market. Odell no free agent market oh. well who antonio brown no <laughs> why would you want that guy i was just <laughs> that guy's not playing i know but hey
1: free agent. you're the only
0: person that thought of antonio brown the past five weeks no with good reason um another person that you could potentially get not football related usain bolt could play wide receiver for you that's true he would run really fast run that streak uh he's i wonder what that would look like like if you, long, could lanky teach him, ass guy. if you could just teach him to make
1: bucket catches mm-hmm. and just like, he he would need to know how to run like four routes yeah, and then just tell him whatever one you want. Just run whatever one you
0: want. Oh, he could beat so many people. Oh my God. That'd be interesting. But The problem is, I don't know if it's just me, but like catching with a helmet on is completely different than just catching. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't fun. know if he would be able, like able to be able to catch a ball. And what if he got lit? Like just lit up. But that would by, be interesting. By a safety coming from the far side. Yeah. Just lit. Oh. Uh, it would be so interesting. Apparently, he only wants to get a call from the Patriots, of course, of course. and the Packers, of course. Of course. I thought to utilize that speed of his, yep. put him with someone like Jameis Winston in Tampa Bay, yep. a guy who can just like throw... Because like, Brady, definitely yeah. not a deep thrower. No. Rodgers, when he has the talent, hasn't had it in past weeks, but a guy like Jameis Winston... Throw the ball deep and let him go for it. Yeah, Jameis. You know Matt Stafford. Stafford was another one I was um, thinking of. You know any of these deep, deep threats? Joe Flacco, obviously. Oh yeah. Not with a broken neck, he's not throwing deep. He never was throwing deep. <laughs> he never. <laughs> he had threw a chance deep to on that Denver deep. Broncos for the playoff win. True. Yeah. True. He did do that. <laughs> All right. We got, I think we got around the uh, the horn there. Let's look at Week Ten in the NFL. We got the lines out as we always do. Okay. And Lance is going to give us his take, his betting odds. Yeah, I haven't made any posts for the last little bit. My bad. That's okay. Life happens. Life does happen. Get off my
1: back. Obvious. No, but we just talk about it here. I don't care. Did you say week 10? This
0: is week 10. It's week 9. Okay. Well, I was wrong. You're right. Sorry. I was just like, wait a second. Don't speed things up. Anyway, go ahead. All right. 49ers. Thursday night football against the those Cardinals. We talked about it earlier. Yeah. The line is minus 10 for the 49ers. Niners. You like it? Easy. Okay. Texans. On the road in Jacksonville, yep. Minchumania still rolling on. Texans are favored by two and a half points. Sure, take the Texans. You like even go, without Watt. You like what Watson's doing as well. Yep, that offense is carrying it. Yep. Uh, another big line: Bills hosting the Redskins. Redskins are ten point underdogs. Take the Bills. Y- you take all that points. Sure. Redskins. I like it, uh, but. Yeah, they're. They're right down there with the uh, Miami Dolphins in terms of uh, futility.
1: That's right, sure. that's just not a fun one because you can't really be comfortable taking the Redskins to cover 10 points,
0: and you can't really be comfortable to take the Bills to win by 10. Not the way they played last week. Like I said, yeah. that was an ugly game for yeah, the Bills. I've liked true. them up to that point, which, I mean, you're going to sucked there, though, too, right? Yeah, well, it was breezy.
1: Yeah. I mean, they and, shouldn't have a problem. It's in fucking Buffalo, but whatever. But That game was in Buffalo last week. That's what I mean. Oh. And the weather sucked.
0: I'm just, I was trying to give him an excuse. But I'm then, sorry. No, okay. they can't have one. Uh, Panthers hosting the Titans. Panthers are four-point favorites. Uh, mm. Cam Newton not back for week nine. It's true. Uh, reports that he may be back for week 10. Does that change your output on Kyle Allen? He had a brutal game. Uh, 150 yards and like three interceptions against he the mm-hmm. He was due to have a bad one.
1: He uh, was due to have a bad one. I'd probably, it might be a little recency bias, but I'd probably take the Titans to cover the four points. They've Lose been playing like really good two.
0: defense the last few they weeks. Have, absolutely. absolutely. Uh, Vikings Chiefs, no line on this one, surprisingly, here on uh, my the score app. Well, that would... In KC, though. Yeah, that'll probably depend on what the situation looks like with personnel. Yeah, you think if Mahomes... He was uh, questionable all the way up until game time this past week. Right. If
1: If Mahomes plays and the Vikings are like eight-point underdogs, I'd probably take the Vikings.
0: Okay, probably. Anything closer than that, you're going with. Uh, probably go with Chiefs too. Yeah, you got it. Uh, Jets, only a three point favorite against Miami on the road. You ready? Okay. The Dolphins win. They're getting their first
1: win. They're winning this week. Oh my goodness! They looked somewhat like a football team <laughs> for ten minutes against the Steelers. They did, right? They will beat for a half. The Jets. No, nah, not even, not even. They pissed it away after like they scored two touchdowns and didn't. True, have to yeah, beat. it was 14-10 fourteen to ten and a half. Yeah, it was like a fifteen-year-old boy at the fucking grade ten dance started dancing with a girl, didn't know what to do. Like, oh god, <laughs> that's basically it. It was like me in high school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was basically. Hey. It was you. That was you at the high school. My
0: dance. glasses and yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, oh god, god. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you want to go do math? Oh. hey! I do a pretty good bad minute. Oh, oh God! Wow, this is this is a lot of fun. Uh, oh, never done this before. That was the that was the Dolphins on Monday. All right, they will not have the uh, the first time jitters. They won't pop off early, if you know what I mean. They will play a full fucking however long they play football, sixty minutes. Yep. They will win the game. You're going to say 48?
0: No, I don't know. I got all wrapped up in the analogy. Okay, Eagles hosting the Bears. Let's move on. (laughs) Five-point favorites are those Eagles. You you don't like that conversation? I was a little uncomfortable there. A little? You were squirming. Can you tell? Yeah. All right. Eagles-Bears. The
1: Bears' offense is fucking awful. They are bad. The problem is their defense is really good, so I feel like it keeps them in games. So five points might be too much for me to give the Eagles.
0: I would say the Bears... Cover able to lose by two. I think this is the first one that I've seen uh, in our weekly travels. Colts Steelers are a pick 'em. A pick 'em. First pick 'em that I've seen. What do you take? One team has
1: five wins. One team doesn't. Take your pick on which team that is. Yeah. One should, team just beat the
0: Dolphins. It should. It should be pretty. I'm yeah. surprised at that line now that so you see it. Right. So am I. Give me the Colts. Okay. Uh, Lions. Dogs to Raiders. It means the Lions, on the road. Yeah, Lions I, have been attacking through the air big time now that Carry On Johnson's been out. That's true, and I just don't, I don't know that the
1: Raiders are actually a good football team or uh, an okay football team at that.
0: Buccaneers on the road against the Seahawks. Seahawks are six and a half point favorites. Seahawks. Yeah,
1: I don't I don't really like anyone that goes to play in Century Link, but then I mean. Jameis Winston just looks lost sometimes.
0: Yeah, he either he, just pops off or he looks lost. He could throw for 400 yards and five touchdowns in yeah, his line. He, he or sorry, not five. Five interceptions is what oh, I that meant too, to say. Yep. All of that in the same game. Uh, Browns, three-point favorites on the road against the Denver Broncos. Broncos without Joe Flacco now for the, basically the rest does of does the that year. Does make a difference? Like, it hasn't, but they're going to the be Bronco? starting a real rookie Behind, not even their their high second round pick that they drafted Drew Locke, but they're starting another dude. Well, considering Baker Mayfield has been an absolute garbage bag of a fo- of a
1: football player, yeah, I'll take the Broncos to lose by two. All right, and
0: somehow a lot of dogs on this card. Yeah, for Yeah, actually, that's it's a pretty good week. Uh, Packers on the road as well, facing yep. the Los Angeles Chargers. Three and a half point favorites are the uh, the Packers. Excuse me, Pack. Pack all day. Rogers has been insane. Aaron Jones has been lighting it up. True. And uh, Chargers can't seem to win a game. No. We we didn't talk about this, but that game where they had three tries on the one yard line against Tennessee, Tennessee pokes it out and wins the game. That's incredible. uh, They beat the Bears. They did beat the Bears again on a missed field goal. What else is new in Chicago land? Yeah, finally Sorry, Eddie Piniano. The Sunday night game. We yep. talked about it. Ravens, Patriots. Patriots only four point favorites on the road. Just give me the Patriots. Yeah, I, d- I you, don't. Know. Yeah, you have no th- no faith. I would go Ravens. I think Ravens cover that. If the not, thing a win is, out I win the just rate. Don't know how good the Ravens actually are. Yeah, and like I could you could say that
1: I don't know how good New England actually is, but I just I look at the Ravens and they can be disappointing sometimes they sure can yep and if
0: they force the passing game of the Ravens I don't know that they can do it yeah the way that that offense is structured like we said with the run heavy if that run isn't going which defense defensively they are going to be attacking that nonstop, making Lamar Jackson throw yeah it's gonna be tough yeah I think he's gonna get uh, Hollywood Brown back for this game if that's any consolation Matchup against Stephon Gilmore, always a tough matchup against Gilmore. It's just not ideal from the Ravens' defensive
1: side of the ball, where they are just porous
0: on the pasty, and while well, they're facing Tom Brady, so that's not good. And finally, Cowboys Giants Monday Night game oh, in, what the a Monday in the Meadowlands. In the Meadowlands, Cowboys are seven point favorites. Do you love to see it? Thoughts on that? Oh, one? sorry, Cowboys. Yeah, obviously. Cow- Cowboys cover seven points. I guess so. I don't know. No
1: big deal. I I don't know. It's just that's one of those things. Well, whatever. All right.
0: I would just take the Cowboys. Not feel happy about it. Not <laughs> feel sad about it. Just do it. Hopefully, hopefully you ride the Zeke Elliott train all day long mm-hmm. against that Giants defense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, that's all I've got for notes. You got anything else to add, Mister Dahl? That's my father. No, I'm good. Sorry. Uh, Lancelot. Lanty <laughs> <laughs> Pants. Nah, man, I'm good. That All seems right. like it's enough. Thank you so much for uh, finding this, downloading us. <laughs> Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. <laughs> You're going over the music bed? <laughs> Find okay. us on Facebook at facebook.com on the board podcast. We're on Twitter at on the board pod. How'd they I do? I really good. I think you matched up perfectly. Thanks. Uh, for Lance Dahl, Colby McKee, thanks so much for uh, listening to us. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to On The Board. Subscribe now on your favorite podcast platform. And find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast.
1: Yes! Yes!